0: Welcome back to the God's Vibes Podcast. We've got some exciting things that you're going to want to know about. Numero uno. Okay, we are in currently a 30 Days of Faith Walking program. This program is bananas. (laughs) There are so many testimonies and breakthroughs and ahas that are happening that are being shared in this private community feed. And it's so amazing to see how each participant is supporting one another. And this program is challenging participants, probably in a way that they didn't expect and giving them way more value than they paid for. Now, if you want to be a part of this program, you are not too late. That is the good news. This is a 30-day program, and you can do it really in any 30-day period. You just decide, and you go all in on yourself, okay? And it is based on the workbook called Rule and Reign the Faith Walker Manual and we have live coaching calls every Monday night at 7 p.m. So you still have an opportunity to catch three of those. The previous calls that we've had are recorded, and this program is a program that you can do multiple times over. You will get instant access to it and you will have lifetime access to it. So this is a beautiful program. It is only $50 to join, which is crazy. So I recommend if you really want to challenge your faith in this season, if you have been contending for a breakthrough, but haven't been able to get it, if you want some community alongside you live that can support you, get in this program. Okay, that is number one. Number two, we have a free masterclass This coming Thursday, the 18th at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, the masterclass is called Become a Change Agent. Become a Change Agent. We are meant to be world changers. Now, do we always live like it? No. (laughs) Is this something that is easy to do? Absolutely not. But it is really helpful when you have strategies and awareness around what that actually means and how you walk this out and give legs to this. Okay, so that is a free masterclass. You can plug into it inside Courage Co., which is a free community off social media where you can just invest in your personal development with so many free offers from prayer calls, every other Wednesday morning, weekly small groups, three of them, different times, different days, so that you can get plugged into at least one of them every single week, free challenges and free masterclasses every single month. So there's just literally so much content and support to help you develop and invest in you. Anything from free, Two different paid programs. Okay. So make sure that you plug into that. It is www.courageco.org to get plugged into that free community. And lastly, number three, I am just wild and have decided (laughs) that I am going to open up my calendar for five more one on one coaching spots. So if you've been around here, you know that I don't do this often. So if you have been looking to work with a professionally certified master life coach specifically one that is faith-based with biblical principles, this is a opportunity to find out if working together would be a fit. I know for me personally that was so hard for me to to find. I've been coaching since 2009, so it's been it's been a minute. But I feel like it is so, so important when you have God at the center of your coaching relationship and you can pray and you can watch God truly work in every call, you can truly expect a miracle and just to be strengthened and become a steady force, no matter what you're facing. So if you have been looking to work with somebody, I would be honored to see if this is a fit. All you've got to do is email my team. It's info at julianapage.com. Just put in the subject coaching inquiry, and we will make sure to get a brief call set up to see what that can look like for you in this season. But there are five spots, okay? So this is just truly a first come, first serve. I do this periodically when I can (laughs) to make sure that I can truly show up at the highest of my ability with excellence in everything that we're doing over here. So if you want to work one-on-one and get support in your life right now, it is info at juliannapaige.com. Shoot us an email and we will see what we can get going for you, okay? So fun things, more of them, it's just a series of fun things. If you've been listening, you know that many, many have requested to have books that I've written become audiobooks, okay? And I am so excited to announce that the third audiobook (laughs) is now complete and more titles are launching soon, but we now have three audiobooks complete for your listening pleasure and just the easiest way to grab them quite frankly. So we have God's Vibes Matter reclaiming your spiritual authority. And this is really helping you understand what it looks like if you didn't come from a legacy of faith. So pre-God, what the enemy has done to get you broke, busted, and disgusted. (laughs) Then act two, what starts happening to you and how you start self-sabotaging because you're doing life without God and in your own strength and understanding, then realizing that doesn't work and doing life now with God. And what the heck does that look like? How do we do that? So that's God's Vibes Matter, Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority. Book two is God's Vibes Matter. There's a theme here. Co-laboring with God. And this one is special. It really has a coaching tool that God downloaded to me when I started seeing that you don't self-help your way through life. You don't personal development your way through life. You literally have to walk out your maturity in Christ with God, okay? And this is how you have character development. This is how your heart changes. This is how your mind is renewed. It's not something that we can just force ourselves into, And it is totally different when you are growing and maturing and evolving with God than when you're just trying to do things the world's way, reading all of the books, doing all the programs, all of the things, and I've tried it, okay? So this one has a coaching model that I say God has redeemed in it, and it goes into different life areas so you can see how fully surrendered you are in each area and how you can build success with God his way. So that is book two, God's Vibes Matter, co-laboring with God. And book three that just launched and is available as an audiobook is called Stepping into Royalty. Okay, this book is really powerful. <laughs> Not that any of the other ones aren't, but this one really is. And it's really about what God has planned for your future and diving into the subtleties of God. So how do we know that we hear him? There's a lot about the prophetic in here. How do we really overcome when we are facing storms and challenges of many kinds? How do we know if we're supposed to hang on to something or release it and let it go? How do we know if we're truly tracking with God or if we're missing it? Like All of that subtlety right? that nobody really talks about, right? A lot of times we just want to talk about the the good and all the things that we can celebrate. And definitely if you're on social media, that's all you see. You see the highlight reel, but it's a big disservice when we don't hear about actual challenges and how we overcome, right? By the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So I have to say what God has planned for your future, you can't accomplish on your own. Perhaps You know there's something you should be doing, but you just can't pinpoint it. You want to make a big impact with your life, but you struggle with questions like, What did God have in mind when he created me? Are there keys to unlock my destiny? How do I build what I call spirit-driven success? In this book, what I do here is I rely on careful exploration of scripture right? because you can't argue with scripture or a principle, and I use powerful stories to help you think differently about your calling and why it's important to God. And it's worth mentioning here that we don't want to get busy just doing things for God and not having a relationship with Him. All of our doing in the world should never replace our relationship with God, okay? Our life simply offers more when destiny is our focus. And stepping into royalty really means stepping into the role you were created to play in your life. Your divine purpose maneuvers you past challenges, pain, and shortcuts, even what appear to be failures. So whether you're just starting out on your journey starting over, or wondering if there's greater success than what you've already accomplished, now is the time to step into the frequency of faith. Stepping into royalty empowers you to take a stand for who you are, what you carry, and the legacy that you co-create. It helps you to wake up to new levels of fulfillment and fall in love with yourself and your life. Okay, so this book, has many different chapters here that talk about how you really step into royalty. So chapters like step into the secret place, step into the wonderful new, step into your worth, step into the prophetic, step into the anointing, step into your deliverance, step into your capacity. Come on now. Step into reformation, step into faith, step into hope, step into love, and step into success by design. And of course, because I love bonuses, if you're encouraged, go, you know this there's a bonus called Step Into Acceleration, because I personally believe when you are walking with God, things are accelerated, okay? He does in days and weeks what take months and years, and it's a totally different life. So what I thought I would do today is gift you a chapter so that you can listen to a chapter from the book, Stepping Into Royalty, and you can grab it anywhere, really, that you get your audiobooks. You can also go to julianapage.com. All of the books are there. So if you want a quick link that'll shoot you to Amazon or Audible, that is the place to go, julianapage.com. All right, so just prepare yourself to hear a chapter. Let's dive in. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you, end quote. Genesis 12-2, quote, you've got a lot to lose, end quote. That phrase swirled through my mind and shook my soul. I was a few years into my faith walk and eager to absorb everything I could learn about shifting my fear frequency to one of unwavering belief. I preach. God's vibes matter, after all. Here was my strategy. Replace TV with sermons. Preach and pray out loud while walking around the house. Immerse myself in equipping classes, conferences, and small groups and turn commutes into car university with biblically based content that would feed my spirit viola why would i go through all of this effort to change what i was exposing myself to in short i sensed a change was upon me and i was hungry I'd come a long way through the school of hard knocks and logic, and frankly, it hadn't brought me to the spacious place and promised place I knew God had for me. If asked, I would have told you that I was a believer and that I'm grateful for all God has brought me through and provided in my life. But none of that could overshadow my main vibe, which was most of the time aligned with an undercurrent of dissatisfaction with the present and... Restlessness about the future. I knew I was made for more, and I'd seen glimpses of what God had called me to, but I didn't feel like I was living in it. My belief systems, logic, self limiting sense of urgency, and subsequent restrictions I was accustomed to were keeping me locked in a holding pattern. These paradigms had become part of my identity via my family of origin, societal ideas, and the dysfunction I'd experienced. And they kept me conducting myself as someone who was no match for blessings and favor as her portion. It's one thing to know your identity and authority in Christ, and another thing entirely to operate in it. No matter how far from the mark I felt I was, or how different my current reality felt from the one I'd perceived... I kept exposing myself to the Word of God and also to mentors and leaders who either were born into a legacy of faith or had come into a position of radical faith and belief. They were sold out to Christ. More than anything, I allowed their lives, ministries, careers, relationships, testimonies, and overall lifestyles to indicate what was available to me. I took what the Bible said as fact, that there is wisdom in a multitude of counselors, and I worked That word. I put aside where I came from and what I was told was possible for someone like me and started to use my imagination to create possibilities for my life rather than just solving problems and living in survival mode. It's really challenging to tap into God's creative power and grace when all you can think about and ruminate on is surviving and hustling to make things work. It's nearly impossible to hear your instinct and impressions from the Holy Spirit when your inner life is so busy. That mode of operating really reveals a lack of trust and a desperate need to control outcomes in order to manage the anxiety that can come with uncertainty. It also robs you of the prosperity that only comes through effectively drawing on what is authentically in you. As I became increasingly annoyed with me and that mode of being, which I'd learned and then reinforced, I began allowing myself to get out of the box and imagine a new way of thinking being and operating who am i as a great nation have you ever allowed yourself to imagine that that's a sailor pause and calmly think about that kind of a question back to the phrase that shook my soul i was at a huge faith summit with some ministry leaders i was serving in a recovery ministry with when i heard this phrase While I was consuming massive amounts of information and had more worksheets and pamphlets than I knew what to do with, all I could hang on to was that single phrase from one of the presentations, you've got a lot to lose. It was clearly the message I'd travel for and invested in showing up at the summit for, yet it was also one of those messages that you wish you could unhear because you know how much it will require to steward. I immediately try to dissect it with my logic and reasoning. Having a lot to lose, is that good or bad? Does it mean I'm losing people or someone I'm connected to? You know, like the Genesis story of Abram, later named Abraham and Lot? What else do I have to lose at this point? Have you been there? You feel like you're already at rock bottom and God reveals another deeper level of surrender. I couldn't stop wrestling with the questions, and then here comes God speaking straight to my spirit, quote, I'll show you, and it won't be by your logic or might anymore, end quote. Exactly what I was afraid of, because what did that mean? How long will it take? Can I trust a new process? And what happens if I don't surrender? I'd already seen the movies before where I figured life out and navigated in my own strength and understanding. Those movies were turbulent, painful, and full of unnecessary detours. I was in a position where I literally could not operate anymore the way I was accustomed to, and I was available, really, to cooperate only with God's plan. Here comes God moments will come as personal divine encounters to wake us up. The real question is, will we give heed to them? Just when you least expect God to change your world, here he comes. Maybe you've had a moment like mine, or maybe one is around the corner. But Bible mentors are the best to glean from for wisdom and to witness their process. Abram had a here-comes-God moment when God spoke to him at the most unexpected season. Quote, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and unto a land that I will show thee. End quote. Genesis 12.1 That's quite a pull into the new message. One of the first things I noticed was the challenge of picking up and moving to start all over. I'd known this all too well. What makes Abram's story particularly interesting was that this call of God came when Abram was 75 years of age. And to top it off, God didn't even give him a specific place to go. In other words, if Abram was going to find out what God had for him and where God wanted him to go, he was going to have to start moving by faith. If you've ever received an encounter, revelation, or directive like that, I don't know any tool that is more powerful than leveling up your prayer life. Your prayer life is a space and place in your life of sacrifice often of time and to-dos or plans, and power to draw on spiritual and supernatural strength. We can't afford to lose this consecrated space in our lives. It's the equivalent of not putting gas in your car or not charging your phone and expecting those technologies to function. Our very lives revolve around God and around hearing His voice. So whatever we do, we need to be able to hear Him. The kicker. The world isn't set up for people to hear God. There are so many potential distractions that can pull your focus from your source and his frequency from the minute your eyes open. For example, quick self-check. What is the very first thing you do when you wake up? Is it praising God for your very first blessing? Is it grabbing your phone and checking emails and all the socials? I want to present to you that we all absolutely can wear busyness as a badge, But when it comes to deeply desiring change in our lives and knowing who holds the power to satisfy our souls, this prioritizing is a matter of choice. If we really want God as our Lord, not just our savior, we'll make that choice. Besides, don't you also want to have such a compelling vision of the future that you actually want to wake up every morning to go fulfill it? When you hear the voice of God, He reveals and shows you a compelling future. You don't have to muster up the courage. You don't have to muster up the big, beautiful picture. And my personal favorite, you don't have to figure out how it's all going to work out. When the voice of God speaks over your life, you can rest assured that you are known, seen, loved, and right on time. The reason God's voice creates a supernatural and compelling future is that He doesn't speak to us from where we are right now. The voice of God speaks to us from our future. He knows the potential hidden in us, and He's prepared us for it. And He also knows what we're capable of becoming. He knows and reassures us that if we follow His voice, He will lead us straight into His good plans. The big, beautiful picture is one where you go to bed at night and you rest easy knowing that you fulfilled his plan for your life. When we get a glimpse of that future, we can't unsee it. And get this, when our future becomes more compelling than our past and present, we will become the men and women we need to be to follow the voice of God. When you want to hear God, you create space and give him your ear. This very practice is what enables us to grow and mature as believers. You and I were never created to live a life that is a conveyor belt. We were created to build and grow, to encourage and inspire. I believe that when it feels like God is pulling us back, it's because he's getting ready to launch us forward with greater accuracy and fervency into the desires he's hidden in our hearts which we couldn't have come to without the development of the Holy Spirit challenging our passions, our purpose, and our resolve. Leaders who change the world, specifically royal leaders, have developed resilience. This isn't something that you can just give someone. Resilience is something that emerges through the process and the wrestle. Knowing how to effectively pivot and control-alt-delete things in our lives is part of the pioneer spirit. Maybe you got your hands on this book because you believe you are part of the royal priesthood, but you've been allowing your reality to convince you that you're small. Maybe you once had a compelling future, but it fell apart and it seems too risky to dream with God again. There's too much to lose in another heartbreak or disappointment. Or maybe you sense something compelling is on the horizon, you actually are really hungry for it, but you can't see it, and it seems like all there is is major resistance to fight through, and you are having the hardest time trying to cling on to the mustard seed of faith that you do have. Wherever you find yourself, let me remind you that Egypt, where you've been or even where you are, is not your promised land. Where you are is exactly where you need to be and you're right on time. Even now, there is a promised land and a compelling future for you. One year from now, everything could be different. You could access the person that you're going to be and take consistent steps towards that future you. God wants to use you, and because he wants to use you, he will appear to you. In the case of Abram, he was an ordinary citizen. He was no different from his neighbors. Like his neighbors, he worshipped idols and believed in mythology. And yet, it was to this superstitious, sinful idol worshiper that God showed up. Why Abram? It was just grace. There was nothing that he did to earn this or to deserve this. God simply wanted to use him, and because he did, he appeared to him. He was chosen and blessed by God, and as a result of the relationship the two of them established, he became the one to whom God would reveal his secrets, steps, and keys. He became the one whom God would refer to as his friend. He was one of the first great intercessors that the Bible talks about. His prayer life caused him to know God, and knowing God was important because knowing God gave him the faith to step out and believe God. Abram was a man of many convictions. He was a man of principle, he was a man of wealth, and he was a man who had lots of promises, and yet his hope was never in the promises, his hope was in the promiser. He knew that as long as he clung to the things that were material, he would never embrace the reality of the promises of God. Abram could never have become Abraham. He could never have become the father of the faithful, a mighty man of faith, if he continued to live his life where he had lived it the 75 years before God initiated a plot twist. In my life, I was hungry for redemption and for God to restore the years that were stolen from me. Those were years of being forced to grow up too quickly, years of carrying the burden and weight of others' responsibilities, years of blindly suppressing my needs and desires, years of mistakes and heartbreaks, crushing fears and anxieties, losses and disappointments. Where was the compelling future you speak of, God? I had to admit, I was angry. It didn't seem fair, and I'd often felt alone and as if I were out in the world, flapping in the wind. What did I really have to show for my life? what was great about it? Where was the return on all of the investments? What I was expecting and experiencing felt more like Ecclesiastes. You know, that all is vanity and that for sure is no way to live. I share this only because when you're honest, you can start moving with God. God can handle your anger, your questions, and your anxieties, but he won't restore what you don't identify and bring to him. In my anger, I was met with a promise. It was the message of Isaiah 43, which is literally the promise of restoration. It was God soothing my soul and saying, quote, "'Even now I am still God.'" Even now, I am still at work, and no one can hinder or reverse it. Even now, I am making a way. End quote. That's what it means to put him in remembrance. Even when we drift out of alignment and start tuning ourselves to different things and settling into a lower expectation than God has, he doesn't turn off his love or shift his focus. He affirms and assures us. His frequency isn't one of confusion, doubt, fear, inconsistency, and condemnation. He is unwavering. He is a frequency of love, hope, grace, ease, pleasantness, peace, power, and life. In moments of hopelessness, that's what we need to invite in. Remember and allow to wash over us. God flows with our best interest at heart. He holds his vision for our future even when we let it go. He won't let us drift to the point of no return. Think about your own life. If God had not pulled you out of some stuff, you would not be where you are today. God, in his grace and in his mercy, revealed himself to you and ordered your steps. When God came to Abram, he had to lay his old life down, He had to lay his old self down. He had to lay it all down at the feet of God and walk away from his comfort zone because advancement of the kingdom of God was required. Your comfort zone and growth never coexist. He had to lay some things down because if he was ever going to step into his compelling future and have real advancement in the kingdom, that's what it involved, It involves laying down pieces and fragments and things that are dear to you to consecrate yourself to God. That can look like waking up knowing there is a compelling future out in front of you because God affirmed it and the Spirit of God will help you even when you don't feel like getting up. And it looks like nothing has changed. It can be investing in finishing the degree or taking the test. It can be asking for forgiveness. It can be mustering the courage to dream again. It could be crying, grieving, and healing. It could be stopping the act and showing up authentically because deep down, you want the more that you know God has for you, and you know it's greater than anything that you could ever manipulate or manufacture. We have one life to live, and if we don't have a compelling future, then we will end up doing what we didn't want to do and living without actually really living. Abram knew the importance of stopping and laying down his life as he knew it, because he knew that the place of separation from his past generational traits and fleshly attachments was where things would transform in his life. Think about alterations. You take your clothes to an alteration place, and when you take them back, they are different than when you brought them in. This is the exclusive place of communing with God, where you humble yourself and look up to Him. This is the place where you recognize that even if you only have Him, you have everything. We all need a spot in our lives that we dedicate to praying ground. It's a space in our lives, and it's also a place in our heart that is off-limits to everybody else. When you can't go to a physical place, there ought to be an inner sanctuary that is reserved for God alone, where no one else can sit on the seat that belongs to Him. It's that place where God alters you and restores you, where he renews you, where he preserves you, where he stabilizes you and reminds you of his compelling vision of you and the future he has for you. We are who we are because of this place. And if we give it up, we can't be who we need to be and who we're designed to be. When you lose this place, you gradually lose your convictions, consecration, and standards, and can sear your conscience and potentially become someone you don't even know. Abram had this place with God. Moses had it. Noah had it. And David had it. At the onset of this journey of stepping into royalty, ask yourself, do you have a place where you can honor and connect with God in your life, and in your heart. This is where your life changes and where you wrestle down your desires. It's where you decrease and God increases. It's where the turning of the soul takes place. It will help you wrestle down the old man in your old nature and activate and bring the new man to life. God will give you answers, direction, strategies, and counsel and hope here, Nothing will anchor you and hold you steadfast, like having this place in your life. If you're not changing, you're not able to hear the voice of God about your future, you're not listening. You're not reading, and you're not being still to hear. Listen, I get it. None of what I share will be to bring guilt, shame, or condemnation, and none of it is some spirit-filled real talk that I didn't already speak to myself first. We're inundated with so many other things, and that won't change. I want to encourage you that the Spirit of God on the inside of you wants to tell you what God thinks, and He won't yell and chase you down. He will not force-feed His leadership. He requires you to slow down, to hear His voice, and to be led by His Spirit. We only change when our future is compelling enough, and the voice of God will always speak to you from your future self. He won't see you as you do. He won't take the bait or the excuses. So if you feel God is calling you out and you don't fully understand his why, the reason is because he knows what you need for your future, and he will call you into deeper separation and consecration to speak to you and minister to you. When you have God, you don't have to run to people. When your heart gets overwhelmed, you can call on him and he'll answer you. There's actually a lot at stake when we don't remain in sync with him. When we return to our past, when we listen to our fear, and when we chase the wrong things, we build momentum in the complete opposite direction of our compelling future and live beneath our call at the expense not only of ourselves, but of others. When God's friend Abram found himself overwhelmed by his environment, the man of great faith didn't go to his secret place and became a man of great fear and a liar. Quote, now there was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to reside there as an alien, for the famine was severe in the land. When he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, I know well that you are a woman beautiful in appearance, and when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Say you are my sister so that it may go well with me because of you, and that my life may be spared on your account. End quote. Genesis 12.10 Abram lied and went into a downward spiral from here, because one sin will always lead to another. When Abram lost his secret place, he lost his faith and it cost him. Abram was terrified and from his terror commits a cowardly act and endangers his wife. He was on his way to the promised land, to his vision and his promise, and was doing great until he went down to Egypt. He started to become someone that he didn't even like. When you give your flesh an inch It will take you a mile astray, and the things you had victory over, the things that used to be under your feet, now become alive again and steal your confidence. This confidence comes from what happens in our prayer life. When we prioritize our works and our ways over His ways and His plans, we lose our confidence. When we disregard the boundaries that God gives us in our prayer time for our lives, we can find ourselves in moments like Abram. It doesn't matter who you are or what your title is. Even prominent leaders and anointed people need boundaries. There are just some things you should never do and some places you should never go. It doesn't matter that other people can. You can't. It doesn't matter who says it's okay. We have to let go of things that hold us. If they set you back, they can make you relapse and cause you to go back into something that God brought you out of. It doesn't matter what your friends can do. It only matters what you can't do because you are the only one who can work out and walk out your compelling future with God. Until you get some things worked out, of you, you better stay away from some people and places because you're not strong enough yet. A man or a woman who doesn't know his or her weaknesses is a fool. Silly is expensive, and it will cost you your stuff. So how do we overcome the hard stuff? There is no shortcut. You have to just go through it and trust God in the process, knowing that not every door that opens is a blessing. Temptation is common to every man, and if we don't identify our issues and deal with them, they will become huge distractions in our lives, which have consequences. What we know is that we can go through the hard things, and God is there, still leading and guiding us to places of promise. Your ability to keep walking is all that is required. God is not judging on what you should or could be doing. He understands where you are, and he's not waiting for you. He's walking with you toward the future self that he created you to be. When Abram went down into Egypt, he picked up a few things that were never the will of God for his life. That path is available to us as well if we're not careful. Trouble always awaits us in Egypt, but God has given us prayer as a boundary. When Abram ignored his prayer boundary, he put his whole family at risk— He ignored his prayer life and didn't pay any attention to the wisdom and direction of God. God could have provided for him, but his faith got weak, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Whatever you do, stay out of Egypt. When you lose your prayer life, you set your whole family up for destruction. They will become exposed to things that they never ever would have had to have had become exposed to. Abram thought he was above it all, but everything was at stake. He worked it out on the journey. Even kings, queens, men and women of faith, they're accountable because God is the king of all kings. As long as we remain consecrated and aware, we are unconquerable with God. The problem is that even strong people harbor hidden weaknesses. Quote, Therefore, let him thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. End quote. 1 Corinthians 10.12 See the sequence. Abram lost his character because he lost his courage. He lost his courage because he lost his faith. He lost his faith because he lost his prayer life. The only way to get back to where he was, was to retrace his steps. No matter where you find yourself on the journey, each day you get to decide to prioritize your prayer life, your relationship with God, your consecration, and what you will focus on and build. It is your season to step into royalty, and that will require something of you. Your first step is to get your secret place in order. The work is a matter of the Lord growing and stretching you because he knows the plans he has for you. All that is left for you is to be prepared and positioned for the things the Lord has for you. Whatever you brought to this book, whatever is weighing on your hearts, whatever your dreams and goals are, whatever you are praying about, I believe God has never stopped working miracles. God is going to bring you to a deeper level of triumph. Pain is real, but pain can't be your only purpose. There has to be more to your life and to your story. Do you have faith to receive it? It's time to revive the dream. It's time to get up. It's time to get back in the arena and start again. Can I pour some courage into you? You are getting ready to encounter the Lord as never before. You are getting ready to receive from God and really see his hand in your life the lord will do for you what no one else can do he will do things for you that you cannot possibly do for yourself he'll do it in a way that takes your faith to another level god tracks with you he's a benevolent god he knows you intimately and he cares about every area of your life god is a miracle working god and he loves to show up and bless his people He likes to do it in ways that you never expect and often at times that you never expect. He is a hearer and an answerer of prayer, and he loves to surprise and delight. He knows your name. He knows your precise location. He knows exactly what you are dealing with. He knows what you are going through, even the things that you have become very good at hiding. You put a smile on your face. You're positive and grateful but you've learned to live with some things that cause you to be out of alignment with his plan and kingdom order. The shalom of God. This means peace, nothing missing and nothing broken in your life. He wants you to be healthy and to have an abundant life. Anything that would pull you into bondage pulls you out of order, and that shall not be normalized. The devil is a liar. God knows the plans that he has for you. He knows where you are on the landscape of destiny. He knows where he's leading you, the expected end that he wants to bring you to. He has good plans to prosper you and not to harm you. He knows the blessings, assignments, opportunities, and relationships that he's ordained for your life. He also knows what the devil has brought against you to try to get you off the path. Know that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. He's taking you somewhere. Don't worry about the time you lost or wasted on the wrong job, in the wrong relationship, pursuing the wrong things, or investing in the wrong place or the wrong efforts. He is a supernatural God who redeems the time and restores the years. He operates outside of what we know of time. You get to decide if this is where your story ends or if you'll partner with your potential. Who do you want to be? What do you look like when you're operating in your highest self and vibrating with God, listening to God, and hearing his voice, and doing the things that he is saying? How would your life be different if you embraced a new way of living? Spirit-led living. Start digging deep and exploring these questions. You're not stuck unless you want to be. It's time to step into royalty and your compelling future, to begin encountering a miracle-working God who loves you more than you could possibly comprehend. You're getting your fire back. Living in your potential is not a guarantee, but God will meet you right where you are and work with you to develop the man or woman he had in mind. He wants to bring you into the future he's planned for you. But you have to choose if you'll walk with him and steward his call it's your season for breakthrough for knowing the lord on a level you've never known and for seeing him show up for you in everything just to let you know he's there and he's real he wants to speak to you and guide you with his spirit and promises quote because of his glory and excellence he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. End quote. 2 Peter 1.4 He will not mislead you or betray you. He isn't a god of confusion. He will bring you into greater clarity and confidence. He will preserve and protect you. He came to give you an abundant life. This is your portion. The thief... Cometh not, but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. End quote. John 10.10 Decide that your life is coming into kingdom order, and that you're coming into your compelling future, no matter what. It is God who changes the times and seasons of our lives. He can change them just like that. There may be something you were contending for or trying to make happen, and you knew in your spirit it was the right thing, but it was the wrong time. When the Lord steps in, things will come together. It's God who does it. Let this be good news. Don't believe the devil when he says that things will never change. Believe and declare the word of God. The word of God is the highest authority on the planet. The Lord will give you understanding. He will open a door for you that no man can shut. When the Lord says it's you, it's you. He will give you an opportunity. He will shift you. He will give you your request, and it's going to be more than you thought. That's why your prayer life, training, and preparation are so important. It's encouraging to know that we've been given authority. Quote, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. End quote. Luke 1019. I write about this in the God's Vibes Matter, reclaiming your authority book. Did you know that even though you have authority, you can still be self-led and not spirit-led? Being a leader who's full of potential is your choice. Stepping fully into royalty is your choice. No one will know if you've lived up to your potential apart from you and God. In order to live in the fullness of your potential, you get to choose to partner with the Holy Spirit and get honest about that potential. You have the victory through Christ. The world needs your voice, gift, and contribution. You are his witness. Allow God to show you who he's called you to be in Christ, not self-centered or self-led. Let the Holy Spirit bear witness with your spirit. Spend time journaling about what God is revealing and process it. Make choices every single day and take steps that align with the reality of who he's compelled you to be. If you want to be a follower of Christ, then make decisions that align with that. If you want to be a great spouse, then make decisions that align with creating that. If you want to step into and live like royalty, then align with what that means and looks like. It may not have been time before, but it's time now. It's time to prepare and get yourself in position. What happens when God steps in? Anything and everything Anything and everything can change when Jesus comes on the scene. Just ask the woman at the well. She wasn't expecting it, but she experienced a divine appointment and date with destiny. You're going somewhere. When God steps in to change your season, there's always healing, deliverance, and activation into your purpose and the plans that God has for you. Today, you may feel as if your circumstances are your master. In time, you'll see that they're actually your servants. I still believe, quote, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. End quote. Romans 8, 28. When you are in the will of God, you cannot be blocked, hindered, destroyed, or stopped. Every attempt will only work in your favor. It's your season for growth and to encounter the favor of God, and I'm humbled to be a part of it. Let's get to work. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free, for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that, a community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire, walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed, embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease, feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's vibes mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self image and self esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.